Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast with Coletta Jones-Patterson, where we feature guests who have overcome the odds and have gotten unstuck. In their words, they share with us practical insight and tips on how to go beyond stuck and enjoy life. On today's episode, our guest is Gina Watson. Gina Watson is a mother, mentor, and minister. She is a wife of more than 40 years. She's a recently retired registered nurse who worked for more than 35 years in behavioral health, care management, and in other clinical settings. She has recently authored a book, Love Letters to My Daughters, that addresses a huge component of what she believes to be her life's assignment. Mrs. Watson is a disciple of Jesus Christ, a student and teacher of the Bible. She is a woman who seeks to leave a legacy by sowing into the lives of others. Please join me in welcoming Gina Watson to today's podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Mrs. Watson. Hello, I'm here. (laughs) Good. Thank you so much for taking a few moments to share with us today a little bit about your um, Beyond Stuck story. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this and all your patience associated with all of this today. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. All right. We're going to jump right in because I can't wait to hear what you're going to share. But first of all, I like to um, think about this notion of stuck. So how would you define the word stuck or what comes to mind for you? You know, I really did have to think a little bit about this because even though I know the feeling actually defining, putting into words was probably more of a job for me mm-hmm. but I really think it's it's basically in my mind a response to you know the inevitable barriers the things that this life just presents mm-hmm. it's a failure to launch or maybe what we used to call arrested development like something's out in front of you but for whatever reason um you can't get there it's like you see it but mm-hmm. there's something either inwardly or outwardly that stopping you on your path to progress to me that's being stuck and believe me I've been there whether (laughs) it's been emotional financial like relational Mm -hmm. even educational like feeling you want to do something more but you haven't taken the steps as far as as education but it's some kind of barrier that prevents you from taking the next step that you see that you want to do Yeah, I like that. The barriers. And when you say um, barriers in life, like you said, that hits all of us, you know, um, in different seasons. And but you you get to a place where you feel like I just don't know how to move forward. I can't move forward. I'm just here Um, or even a failure to launch. So, yeah, I like those definitions. So thinking about that, um, what were some of the ways and you mentioned several areas that we can find ourselves stuck? But what are some of the ways in which you found yourself stuck? Oh, Probably all of those at one point or another, uh-huh. because when I think about it, like I said, it's it's inevitable. I think that's so important to know that when you hit these things, it's not something strange. It's part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, um, I think probably the biggest example that I can think of was the, was early in my marriage. Okay. Right. Um, got married with, you know, all the, like they say now, the cotton candy and unicorn and all that stuff that I thought mm-hmm. was going to be. And have, having waited to, to marry somebody whose faith aligned with mine, who had similar values, all of that. 
and then to get married. And I was like, I don't know who this man is <laughs> impersonating who it was I thought I was marrying. I mean, we struggled. Uh -huh. we, we, we had a hard time. And even though I can say right now, this is, this is actually year 44. Okay. Year, year one and two was just, it was bad. Yeah. It, it wasn't what I anticipated. I anticipated bliss. Mm -hmm. And we, we just struggled. And the, actually the things that I actually loved about my husband were the things that were so worrisome and difficult once we got married. I liked the fact that he was strong and opinionated. I mean, mm -hmm. he knew what he wanted, but then I did not like that because <laughs> he was strong and opinionated. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we really struggled. Um, I felt like stuck in the sen sense that I, had put all my heart and my hopes into this mm -hmm. and made a vow, which to me is very significant, a sacred thing. Mm -hmm. And now here I am not only stuck, but feeling like I was trapped in yeah. marital hell to be oh, honest. Wow. That's the way it felt to me. Um, yeah. So let's talk about that. Cause there may be people um, who are listening who feel the same way. They may be stuck in a relationship or in a marriage. And like you said, it's a vow. So it's something that you take seriously and you don't want to just back out of. Right. But at the same time, the flesh is cringing and rising up. Like, I don't, I can't take this and I don't know what to do. With um, and like you said, the feelings were there, you know, that love was there. There was something that attracted you to each other, sure. but now it's just so different. So, um, so let's pick that apart a little bit. What did that feel like to know that this is the person, you know, that God had for you and that you both, you know, took the vows, but right. it just played out totally differently. Right. Well, the thing about it that I did not realize was that I did not necessarily have realistic expectations. Mm. I thought that he was just going to know what I needed and wanted and thought. Mm -hmm. I, I just was, I was like, well, it made sense to me. Why doesn't this make sense to you? I thought he would understand um, where I was coming from yeah. and understanding that we grew up in, we both grew up in the same city, but we grew up in separate households where things were done differently. Mm -hmm. um, he had a more uh, aggressive risk-taking personality than I have. I was always pretty compliant and, mm -hmm. you know, do what I'm told. That was me. I was a, a goody Rule two follower. Yeah, yeah, I was a goody two shoe. I would do what I and but realizing this, I thought, well, certainly he'll appreciate this. Mm -hmm. You know, certainly he will love that this person is is easy to get along with. And he was like, Don't you have an opinion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it was kind of like that. So I struggled with trying to come to terms with who he was and adjusting my uh, expectations and then being confident in who I was. There was right. nothing, there was nothing, there was things I needed to grow in, but there was actually, there was nothing like seriously just wrong with me where I just needed, uh, you know, a lot of help. I needed to be okay with being who I was and him being okay and then learn how to communicate. Yeah. And that was what took uh, a lot out of both of us. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it took a lot out of both of us. And in terms of what I did. I think I heard you say that. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I realized, okay, I talked about my faith and I was a, uh, and still am a, a Bible student. And I mm -hmm. was reading in the scriptures where it says that there, in a book of, in the book of Titus in the mm -hmm. new Testament, it talks about the fact that there are 
were in the church that were supposed to be older women who could teach the younger women. So I went to my pastor Mm -hmm. and I've always been like this. If I don't know something, I'm going to try to find somebody who does. And so that was one of the things that I did to try to get out of where I was Mm -hmm. getting unstuck. And so I went to him and I said to him, um, you know, the Bible said, and I took the Bible extremely literally. Okay. I don't know (laughs) now if I would do it in the same way with the same kind of fervor that I had then, but I, went to him and I said, um, sir, uh, th- the Bible says they're supposed to be older women. So can you assign me to somebody? Mm. And he said, okay, let me get back to you. And this went on for about a month and I hadn't heard from him. So I went back to him mm-hmm. and I said to him, you know, did you forget the conversation we had? <laughs> and he said, no. And he, this is exactly what he said. He said, no, darling, there's nobody here. I would entrust your little heart to. Ooh. And that was hard for me. I cried. I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? So we kind of met with him on our own. But what that did was it made me so determined that when I got to the place of probably where I am today and have been for a couple of years now, Mm -hmm. that somebody would say to me, this young woman, could you kind of walk along with her and help her and talk to her and encourage her and let let her know it's going to be okay and share some things with her? Could you do that? that I wanted to be that woman because Mm -hmm. I knew how desperately I needed her. And so that whole experience, even though I was stuck, I reached out, but it also started something else on the inside of me that I wanted to not just need that woman. I wanted to be that woman. And it's kind of colored my life from there. Mm. Yeah. And today, did you say it was 44 years that y'all have been married? Yes. Yes. So that's a long time. So somewhere along the way, you obviously got unstuck in your marriage yes. and you yes. found some truths that work. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, you mentioned one thing, how you got unstuck, um, you know, finding, going to your pastor, reaching out, asking for help, finding a mentor, somebody that could right. come alongside you and help you. What are some other things that you did back in year one and two that helped you get um, unstuck that has lasted for over 40 years? Um, spent time trying to learn, uh, the subject matter, which in this case would be my husband, Mm -hmm. um, just trying to learn, not feeling like I knew everything, but really trying to go at this, like, okay, let me learn. Let me, why don't I listen? Um, cause there's a lot of communication that goes on Mm -hmm. where you're doing a lot of talking and explaining yourself, but you're not really listening and trying to hear. And I know I was such a feeler. Like I always had a strong emotional base to me Mm -hmm. that um, I knew that if I could just listen to him and maybe figure out what was driving some things and then just be honest with him too. And, And the thing about it that was really good was he was in this, in that regard with me. Um, so that he was um, trying to, and I, that was the thing that that helped so much. As I said, we had the same kind of uh, values and mm-hmm. faith base, even though we had different temperaments and personalities. So we just learned how, uh, and some of it through crying and then not talking and then coming <laughs> back and all of that. But um, I just look now at life's processes that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it, it, things just don't fall into your lap. They don't just happen. Anything that typically is worth having, you right. put some, you put some sweat to, you put some 
tears <laughs> to you put uh -huh. all of all of who you are if it means anything to you right and that's how we got through past and even now sometimes even now we deal with some things where we could easily get stuck because we're still two different people mm -hmm. but it's just that ability to try to 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 work through and to say this thing that we're that we're building here mm -hmm. is more important than me necessarily getting my way at this particular moment maybe mm -hmm. i can yield here right so yeah this is not a marriage 101 but <laughs> there's a lot to, to learn in life just from that partnership and i'm oh, sure yeah. you know yourself how that goes yeah such great um information there but so first reaching out for help like we learning the subject matter and in this case it was your husband but mm -hmm. it is just really diving into it to figure out what is it that I need to learn that I need to um you know invest in and then right. be able to uh, listen effectively and that's so key um, that communication piece which a lot of times we think of communication well I'm going to speak my mind I'm going to talk I'm going to mm -hmm. be myself you know speak mm -hmm. my and all those things are good and they have their place but listening yeah. is so important you know it's a two-way street and a dialogue is the most effective conversation so that takes two people that's speaking and listening so that is so good to be able to listen to um, the other person and to be honest and to share your and feelings be honest. And, yep. And have a hearty yeah. conversation. And some of those conversations can be difficult, whether it's with a spouse, if it's with mm -hmm. the best friend, if it's with a coworker, you feel differently about things. Maybe you have different work personalities or styles. You know, it can be difficult to have some of those conversations where um, you just have different temperaments, like you said. So, right, you know, right. how, how can you create a win-win situation? Right. Um, so just um, and having that common ground in your faith and your values, because that kind of keeps you grounded to um, the mission that you're working towards. You're not working against each other. You're really working with each other. Right. Um, in right. partnership. So those are some awesome tips on um, getting unstuck, specifically in a relationship or a marriage. But mm -hmm. um, like you said, they can apply to anything. So looking back, how would you say, um, Things are different now um, from way back, you know, year one or two um, to now. And what are some of the maybe additional lessons you've learned or maybe even if it doesn't just relate to marriage, but just life lessons in getting unstuck? What could you share? Yeah. Well, I have to just say this. The, my most recent accomplishment was this book that I have been working on that, yes. actually, that actually was born out of just the, the kind of thing that we've been talking about that was kind of birthed in my heart mm -hmm. um, as a result of my own struggles, um, the uh, love letters to my daughters mm -hmm. was birthed out of that. And, but that literally took me, and I, and I say, took me 10 years to actually get, and it's not a big book. It's not like it's, you know, war and peace. Mm -hmm. It is a small little book with just some letters that I wrote. Mm -hmm. um, but I got stuck in that. And what I realized was that, uh, A, I, at, at, toward the end, I began to realize that I needed to reach out and get some help. Mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of how we connected. Right. But, and, um, but also, um, I needed to realize that maybe it literally took that amount of time because I wrote even letters because they were individual letters. There were letters that I was writing even up until last year. 
to, to, for the whole thing to kind of unfold in front of me. It took some time. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the idea of, for me, it, it wasn't so, it, well, I guess it was stuck in one, in one way, mm-hmm. but maybe not in another. Maybe I, I think we think things are just going to snap. Yeah. And sometimes it takes time for something to evolve, mm-hmm. to turn into what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, and, and whether that's a book, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a, uh, uh, whatever el- other um, assignments we have in life. Sometimes they, it, you can't even get to the next point until you, you pass through this point. And right. all of these things have to line up in a certain way. And all of them are not mountaintop experiences. Some of them pull from other stuff that you, the only way you learn certain things is to go through Absolutely. some difficulty mm-hmm. and some pain even. Mm-hmm. But there's so many lessons even to learn from that. And that's, to me, um, just as precious. Yeah. Um, the journey yeah. itself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, sometimes we get so um, focused on the end result or that, you know, right. the culmination of the vision, but it's the process of going yes. through it to get there that we learn so much and we gain so much and we can't really teach or help others if we haven't gone through something you know because anyone can say oh yeah it just you know came out of the sky and it just happened but we can say no this is how it happened and what I had to go through and it's not to say that someone else will have to go through that same exact experience exactly but you're able to openly share that hey you know it's worth fighting for and this is what I went through Um, so yeah, that's so important. Um, but just that whole process of the journey and the preparation that it takes to write a book or the preparation it takes to start a business or the preparation it takes to, you know, start a new career, all those things, there's going to be a journey involved. So what advice would you have? Um, and we'll talk, go ahead. Let's talk a little bit more about your book too. It just recently came out. So it's hot off the press, um, love letters to my daughters, but share a little bit about kind of the heart of it, what it's about, um, who it's for and, um, and where it's available. Yeah. So I think I've kind of described my, uh, what went into making this book. And so what it is, is actually, I think there's 24 separate, what I call letters, which are actually just like, um, oh, hopefully words of wisdom Mm -hmm. that were pulled from various scriptural examples and actually built upon through experiences that I either had myself personally or walked through with uh, young women who I was privileged and honored to kind of serve as a mentor to. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, it's hopefully a lesson in each one of these. And they're all various um, subject matter um, mm-hmm. from motherhood to um, dealing with challenges, keeping hope alive in your heart and mm-hmm. all of the things that we need to just navigate this life. And uh, this, I said, there's 24, there's probably a million, 24 more things that could be shared, <laughs> but that's basically what the book was designed to do just to give some hope yeah. Um, when you're feeling like, wow, what, what am I looking at? And hopefully maybe even to share something that you hadn't thought about in that way mm-hmm. that will help you to walk through something with a little more confidence. Yeah. Um, and like I said, always having that um, scriptural basis because that's who I am. I'm a mm-hmm. Bible teacher. So mm-hmm. that that's what's important to me. But for me, it doesn't, it's not just something 
something you learn in Sunday school. If you can't take this home and live it and right. make some sense out of it. And th that's why I always want to try to make things practical mm -hmm. um, and give a reality, a, a life a lived experience. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, so that's what the book is about. And I'm so far, um, I've been actually surprised at how well um, this is done because one of the places <laughs> is you get stuck is in your head. It's like toward the end, I'm thinking, I'm doing all this. Who's going to read it's, this? Right. Nobody's, is anyone going to buy this? Yeah. <laughs> nobody's interested in this. You're all worked up about it, but nobody's interested. And I just felt like the Lord just told me, could you just, just go, just do it, just do it and, yeah, and leave it the results. <laughs> yeah. Leave the results to me. I'll, I'll take up the rest of it. You just, can you just do this and stop mm -hmm. talking yourself out of it? And so finally, that's where we were. And like I said, it's been um, a real um, blessing to me to hear different mm -hmm. responses and some of the young women who I know and some people who I didn't know that well. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's opening up some just some um, hopefully relationships and interactions for me as well. And so that's been part of the blessing of the book. Yeah, some new doors to walk through. Yeah, it's a great book. Like you said, it gives a lot of hope and insight and wisdom. And especially coming from your perspective, a lot of um, women now don't necessarily give back or see the importance of being a mentor or bringing someone else alongside you. And so that is so good and so important. Um, but the book's an easy read. It's it not, is. like you said, it's not long. It's something pretty short. I think it's a great thing to do along with them um, as a Bible study group or a book club read, you know, get your girlfriends together or friends and go through it. But um, right. so it's awesome. But I think it's available on Amazon. Is that correct? Yes, it's available, Amazon.com. And interestingly enough, for anybody who is, is interested in getting the book, one of the young men, which I was really shocked at my church, uh -huh. who is getting married in October. And so he bought the book because mm -hmm. he was like, I need to know every, I need to know what's going through her head. <laughs> I need to understand what is happening because this is for real. This is for life. So he read the book and he was so um, positive. And he was like, wow, this really helped me. So what mm -hmm. he did was he went and built this little site called motherwatson.com. Okay. That if you put, if you just put in motherwatson.com, it takes you right to the site of the book. So you don't have to get on Amazon looking for it because you okay. can, there's so many books with similar titles, which I did not realize that. Mm -hmm. But if you go to motherwatson.com and just put that in your browser, it takes you right to uh, the site where you can buy the book and it is a paperback oh, book. Awesome. Yeah. So I love that. And I mean, who knew that was going to happen? Because I, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Just all from your obedience, putting it yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. motherwatson.com. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, what... Um, other pieces of advice, final advice, would you have for our listeners? We've talked a little bit about marriage and relationships. We've talked about writing a book and just doing something that's been on your heart for years. How do you bring all that together? And what um, encouragement would you like to leave with the listeners? Well, as I said, um, I have a probably a scriptural reference here. And if you'll bear with me, it is simply this John 12, 24, which says this. And this is Jesus talking. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. 
And I love that because it says, when, even when something that is designed to bear fruit, it doesn't mm -hmm. do, you can't um, take a, a seed and lay it on the table and admire it and mm -hmm. get the benefit of it. It literally has to go through a process. And part of that process is having dirt thrown on top of it sometimes or yes. a difficulty. But mm -hmm. out of that difficulty, out of that going into the ground, feeling that nobody sees you, nobody cares, you can go through mm -hmm. all of that. But out of that, there's a potential on the inside of you that can burst forth, even with dirt thrown on top of you. In fact, the, mm -hmm. the dirt in some cases has the nutrients in it that you need it to grow, mm -hmm. to get mm -hmm. to where it is you need to get to. So I love that. He says, that's when you can bear a lot of fruit. So I want people to be encouraged. Yeah. Because when you start going through difficulties, you begin to think, oh, man, this ain't for me. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was going to be like this. And what you don't realize is that there's some lessons in the dirt mm -hmm. that you can learn that will bring you out and bring you up. And that little shoot that you just mm -hmm. see sticking up above the ground, it may seem like it's little and skinny, but there's mm -hmm. some stuff down in your roots yeah. that you can um, pull from that will cause you to grow. So this, if anything, this is to encourage people. Mm -hmm. Difficulties happen, roads can be rough, but there's a blessing even in going through difficult things and sticking with something that seems hard. Yeah. So um, yeah, whether that's a business, a marriage, a career, uh, whatever it is that you know is out in front of us as our individual life assignments, things that we're supposed to do. Don't yeah. be afraid, don't be afraid, to, don't be to, afraid to bear up underneath a little bit of difficulty. Just press on, keep going, and bear some fruit. I love that. Lessons in the dirt. Yes. <laughs> so there's something that you're gonna learn when you're going through adversity, when mm -hmm. you're going through hardship, but don't give up then. That'll be too soon. But just persevere. Yes. See it through to the end. And um, God is faithful. He's gonna do yes, his he part. Is. So you will come forth um, as pure gold, as the word yes. says, come bursting forth with lots right of Right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we better stop because I feel myself getting ready to go there. <laughs> it's all right. But yes, we can all move forward. We can get unstuck. And so I so appreciate the wisdom that you shared, uh, Mrs. Watson, with us today. Just um, in life, being able to get through what will be inevitable barriers. They will come, yes. but we can rise above them if we persevere and don't give up. Right. Yes, so yes. Um, we have kind of mentioned where the book is, but what are other ways that the listeners could connect with you? Well, and that probably is the most deficient part of me right now. <laughs> in fact, my daughter had mentioned to me, she was like, mom, you need to, you need to put certain things in place and you need to market and you do need to do this. And I still, I've just been doing so much recently. The mm -hmm. only other way to reach me is probably just my email address. I don't have a website or anything okay. at this point, but my, my email address, if anybody needs to contact me would be my name, which is Gina, G-I-N-A, my maiden name, which is Turner, T-U-R-N-E-R, -E Watson. So that's a lot of names, but Gina Turner Watson at gmail.com is. is how to reach me. And hopefully soon there'll be some other means of uh, connection with me and things that I'm doing. And we're working towards that now. So we're still kind of in infant stages when it comes yeah. to that kind of thing. Yeah, well, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you. Um, it was a privilege to work with you on the book and just to see it come out and just to hear the testimonies even now um, that you're hearing and that you shared with us. So I know the best is yet to come. 
So do reach out to uh, Mrs. Watson if you would like via email, which is Gina Turner Watson at gmail.com. Again, go get um, love letters to my daughters. It's for males and females, um, <laughs> but it's available on Amazon or you can go to motherwatson.com and it will take you directly to the Amazon link. So you can get that book. You will be blessed by it. You can pick it up, give it to some friends. Um, but thank you again, Mrs. Watson, for just sharing your story, taking this time to be with us today and to encourage all of us that we can get unstuck. Thank you. Appreciate this. What an honor. Yes. Be blessed. You too.